Okay. So I know that last week or last week. So I know that yesterday I said that that would be the last episode of this year. Um, And I meant that thing, but (laughs) there's been something placed on my heart. um, And I feel like it's a season or it's a something that uh, a lot of my friends are going through and just in talking to them and not talking to them. Um, and it's definitely something that I'm going through and it's that depression season. And I know that the holiday season, especially, um, starting from the end of Halloween until the beginning of the year, uh, the following year is always a tough one for a lot. People start to get off work and, and start to reflect on their lives and start to monitor what's happened in their life for the past year and what's happening to them now and just missing family members and just feeling alone and abandoned and rejected and all of these things leads to depression and it's something that I've been battling with and I was talking to a friend earlier today um for the entire 2019 and I did not notice until tonight like tonight and it's just so crazy that Um, Just a couple of weeks ago, one of my mentors, um, um, just a leader in my life, someone that really cares for me and not just says that they care for me, but shows it and and gives me challenges and homework and things to do in order for me to just become better. Um, And it's truly a blessing to have this person in my life. But anyway, this person told me about the emotional will. If you don't know what it is, look it up. There are, um, I can also send you a link or send you the picture through a DM or text messages. Let me know. Um, I'll send it to you, but there's an emotional will and it kind of just challenges you to, if you're sad, kind of figure out why you're sad, why you're feeling sad. And it breaks these emotions down and it allows you to really figure out why you're feeling the way that you feel. And so this person has had me doing this homework and the homework was to write down how I'm feeling in the morning, um, midday and at night. And I was doing that for a good week or whatever. And then there was a week that I didn't do it because I was just so depressed, just so in my feelings, just so not wanting to be around anyone, just so just, uh, just, uh, and even, um, up until this Sunday, I was like that. And I kind of been like getting out of the funk a little bit. But anyway, the homework was to do that. And I wrote down something yesterday because I hadn't been doing it in the morning um, or during midday because I was in the bed, literally just just laying in the bed, not sleep, but just not wanting to get up, not having the urge to get up, just feeling like down. And I would have like high moments and then I would have low moments. And then so it was just like this battle, like, oh, I can get up. And then I would get up to go use the bathroom. And then I'm like, oh, snap, I'm, I'm thinking too much. And so here I go again in this cycle of emotions that I probably shouldn't sit in, but I'm sitting in. And so I go lay down. It was just, it's a bunch going on. But anyway, I want to read to you guys what I wrote and then the conversation that I had with a friend today and just how I'm coming out of it and how I will pray that you come out of it too. Um, and that we don't have to go into 2020 believing all of the lies, lies that we believed for ourselves, all of 2019, any lie, we're rebuking it in the name of Jesus here on this episode. Um, and yeah, man, I just want people to feel good. I just want people to feel happy. 
I just want people to feel loved. And I was talking to God on the way home just now. And I was like, Lord, I don't want tomorrow to be a sad day. Like, yes, I'm by myself. Technically, like my family's gone. My work is gone. My just everything that I thought I could have had this year for Christmas is gone as far as like family wise. And I could cry now. But um, um, wow. But I was just like, I don't want to feel like that tomorrow. Like, please just let me go in feeling happy. And um, something that I love doing is serving other people and knowing when to say something and when not to say something. And I feel like this is, should probably just be shared because I know I'm not the only one going through it. So here's what I wrote. Um, sorry if it's draggy, sorry if it's monotone, but I just kind of want to share it and then, and then I'm going to leave y'all alone and wish y'all a Merry Christmas and pray for y'all. So, um, I wrote this yesterday and it was, and it says, um, was this yesterday? Oh no, this was Monday. So I wrote this Sunday, Sunday, cause on Sunday is when I decided that I'm coming out of this thing. But anyway, so it says, so the truth is I've been hella depressed for the past few days. I've been yelling at God, myself and everyone else in my head, just thinking super negatively and wrong. Funny thing is before I went out to job last night, I had sort of a revelation from God saying that. It ain't his fault. <laughs> I'm feeling the way I'm feeling for the past. And that's God saying it ain't his fault. Like God literally was like, it's not my fault. It's like, so stop blaming me. It's not my fault. And I'll get into that later. But it says for the past few days, I've chosen to sit in sorrow. I've chosen to not praise. I've chosen to be pissed off at the world. I keep saying I'm alone. I have to spend Christmas alone. I'm sad. Somebody see me. Somebody save me instead of going to the source. Meaning I was not going to God at all because I was so mad at everything and blaming everything when really and truly I was just mad at him, but I did not want to acknowledge that. So, um, and the only way that I acknowledged that was by not praising it and not going to him. Um, and it continues and it says this time of year is always a trying one for me. And the day of Christmas was one I'd always look forward to because I'd be around my family, friends, laughing, smiling, watching Christmas movie movies, etc. And this year, it won't be like that. Not because it couldn't be, but because I chose for it to be. I chose not to ask someone if I could spend the day with them. I chose to not let anyone know I'd be alone. I chose to not share with what I'm truly feeling. And at the end of the day, it's my vocal ability that could change my outcome. Life is all about choices. You always have multiple paths to go down and handle the situation. And it's up to you to choose. Not Jesus, not your friends, your grandmother, your mom, not anyone. Which path will you take? When are you going to start getting so fed up with your own self where you decide today is the day I change my ways? Today is the day I rid myself of negative thoughts, insecurities, doubts, fears, all of that. And not just saying, not just saying it, but actually actively working at it. This is not the first time I've told myself these things, but this will be the last time I neglect myself. This is the last time I lie to myself. Depression is a sinkhole, quicksand, a graveyard. I'm not digging myself six feet under anymore. It stops now. Today I watched a word from Stephanie E.K. titled, and this was Sunday, that day I watched a word from Stephanie E.K. titled, The Most Important Thing, and my good sis was in the book of Job. Honestly, I've been feeling huge losses like Job. I also was much like Job and thinking if I just do the right thing all the time, God will reward me and everything will be okay. Through Stephanie's teaching, I learned that I've been wrong the entire time. It's not what I can do for God. It's what God can do through me. If I just let God use me, then surely everything will be okay. I recommend everyone go watch that word on YouTube. And I'm also in the middle of watching right now um, T.D. Jakes's 
rejoicing and rejection rejection i'm not all the way through but i from from what i'm what i've seen so far and i'm literally only like 20 minutes in is that everyone needs to go watch it so please go also go there um that's tph1 la and also tph dallas um but i've stopped so the it continues i stopped writing about the things i was doing creatively on the 14th um and i was doing like this exercise just to give you some background i was doing this exercise for myself um and my creativity because this same person was like hey i've been looking at you creatively um maybe you could do something in that field and so the same person that happens to be the mentor and challenging me and, and making me better but um they just said that and so i started this thing where i was going to do three months of just creativity make sure i'm staying creative um writing down or kind of journaling what my day is like how i'm being creative all of this so i had did that for 28 days straight right 29th day i stopped writing for a week because i'm like i mean i'm being creative but something's not happening and then and within those 28 days or right after those 28 days is when the depression really started kicking in and i started realizing like oh something's going on with me um, and so I had to sit back and the other day when I was driving, I was reflecting and I was like, whoa, like, hold on. I've been, I haven't written for seven days. It's something in that number seven and y'all know that. And I was like, and it, it just kept coming in my head. Like God rested on the seventh day. God rested on the seventh day. And I was like, hold on, 28. That's four weeks. Four times seven is 28. And I haven't rested within these 20 days. And so I keep going back to this number seven and finally, I was like, it clicked. And it was like, you have not rested. You have not taken any time off for yourself. You have not done any good self-care, anything like that. And you wonder why you're depressed. You haven't even gone to God about your creativity. You've just been coming up with these ideas. And yes, they're great. And yes, they're creative. But what does God want you to do? What is God? Where is God leading you? Where does God want you to be? Because sometimes you can create something too soon and then put it out too soon. And God is like, hey, I gave you that for another season. I foreshadowed that to you for another season and then now you're depressed because it, you, it it didn't go anywhere it didn't hit like you wanted it to hit it didn't reach the people that you wanted it to reach like all of these things and so um I was just like whoa so the new plan is yes I'm still going to be creative within these 28 days but I'm also going to give that creativity to God like how what are we doing today like what what do you want to do today and I'll and I'll go further and and I'm just going to say this real quick once I acknowledge that it is not God's fault and that I'm not mad at him. And once I started going to him and praising him and worshiping him, but I'll get back to that again later. Um, but so from now on, I'll make sure that I'll do that 28 day thing. But in that 28 days, every seventh day is a rest day. I got to rest. And then after those 28 days, for seven days straight, all rest days, there is no creativity. If you got an idea, write it down real quick. Keep it moving. Like that type of thing. So anyway, I kind of wrote that down too. And then after that, um, I was like, from now on, I'm going to make sure I get my rest every Sunday, but also make sure every 28 days. So I just said that I'll rest um, from those things and come back to the following week. And then I wrote, I hear you, God. Right. So I wrote this all on Sunday. And then Monday, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get up. Like, I'm going to go drive for a little bit and then come back home and just do get back into my creative flow. And I kid you not. I got up Monday morning and I stay in the bed until maybe like two. And I was like, what am I doing? But I wasn't like in this space of like, oh God, you get on my nerves or blah, blah, blah. No, I got in my Bible. Um, 
I got in my Bible and then later on that night I did something creative, but I was like, oh, this is what I need to keep going to. This is what I need to keep going to the Bible, the word, like this is where all my promises are. This is where God speaks to me. Um, this is where God tells me, shows me the path. This is where Jesus shows me how to lead, live and love. And so I did that. Fine. This morning I woke up, stayed in the bed until 3 p.m. And I'm like, why am I still in the bed? Like, I don't feel like I've been feeling for the last few weeks. So I know that I'm coming out of the depression. But tonight I realized that I wasn't fully in it. And that's when I talked to one of my friends. And I was just like, you know, I have this problem with being abandoned. And I'm feeling abandoned. Like, that's really why I'm super sad that I'm going to be by myself on Christmas. And she's like, well, I told you you can come with my family. And I was like, yeah, but that's not what I was expecting. And all this other stuff. And it's just like, you have to deal with whatever you were dealing with when you were a child. Because I have memories of when I was a kid of just feeling abandonment. And I'm not going to get too deep into that because I haven't spoken to why or whom I feel abandoned by. And so I want to make sure that I, I, I give them that favor before I, I share that. Or I, I do that with them before I share that here. But a lot of what you're going through today stems from a lot of the root of it stems from what happened to you in your childhood. And if you can just get to that moment, get go go as deep as you can to figure out to fully pull yourself up out of that and say, hey, little girl, this is what we went through. Acknowledge it. Talk to whomever you have to to get past it, but get past it. Like, don't sit in it. Cause I was willing to sit in this depression until the end of the year. Like I had, I mean, this is where my mind was. I was planning, I have to serve on Sunday and I was planning on crying it all out on the stage then, but I'm like, why wait until then? Why not get it out now? Because I don't like Christmas. Anybody who knows me, Christmas is my favorite, favorite, favorite day of the year. I mean, more than my birthday. And I was really about to be sad, like willingly about to just sit here and just be sad that I'm alone, quote unquote. And it's just craziness. It It's just pure craziness. But I thank God for, for the person that I got to talk to tonight um, because it kind of helped me see that, you know, I don't have to stay here. It is mostly my fault of why I'm here. But I know I'm sharing this because I know I'm not the only one in this space, like, it's a lot of us that are confused. It's a lot of us that are, that are just like, what in the world happened? Like, how did 2019, how is 2019 ending like this? But if you, honestly, you probably were in the space for a long time, longer than what you're feeling right now, and it's just not catching up to you. And so now it is up to you and solely up to you to get yourself out of that space. And so what I'm saying is I am actively working on not being depressed. I saw mean, um, a few times this year, a few times recently this year that said, um, depression, if you, if you change the letters in depression, they can spill, I pressed on. And so that's why the title of this podcast is that it's because we have to press on, like we have to dig, you can't help anyone that doesn't want to be helped. That's why interventions don't work unless the person wants to be helped. That's why therapy doesn't help if the person doesn't want to be helped. Like, and I feel like God was giving me enough time to be like, okay, I need help. Like, like I know I got myself into this. It's not actually you that I'm mad at. I'm mad at myself, but I want help. Like, I'm tired of my own mess. Like, I saw a meme um, recently as well that said, you know there's growth when you're tired of your own stuff. 
and that was another word, but we don't have to harp on that. Um, but that's how I know that I'm grown because I'm so sick and tired of just sitting here being mad, just just mad. I mean, I've been ignoring phone calls. I haven't been on social media. I mean, I've been on, but not on, meaning like I've been actively in everybody else's business, but actively making sure that no one else is in my business. So I'm on there, but not on there. You know what I mean? And so, and um, and I kind of needed that anyway, just for people to not assume that I'm in a good space to where they can consume my, my space. Um, so I know this was a lot of rambling. And um, it could have been structured a little better, but I just feel like I had to sh share this really, really quickly and just tell y'all to keep pressing. Like, don't forget yourself. Don't forget your promise. Don't forget who you're going to be. Don't forget who you are. Like, like, don't even worry about, don't, don't operate in the I'm going to be okay. Somebody told me this a long time ago. Like, I, a lot of times we operate in the, it's going to be okay. Like, I'm, I'm going to be okay and, and suppress the feelings that we have in the now live in the now know who you are now and know that if it's a negative space that you don't want to be there and so you actively have to get yourself out and it's not going to happen overnight that was the thing for me because i'm like okay god like on sunday i just said that i'm gonna be good but on monday and tuesday why am i still in the bed sleep like and not i'm not sleep that was the point why am i still in the bed struggling to get out of the bed um and so tonight i'm declaring that Tomorrow, I'm going to get up and I'm going to have a good day, whether I'm alone or not. Um, and I'm praying that anyone else that is feeling the same or going through the same situation, that you're going to get up and you're going to have a good day as well, whether you're alone or not. And we're rebuking the enemy. We're rebuking negative thoughts. We're rebuking fear. We're rebuking doubts. We're, we're rebuking insecurities. We're rebuking anything that is not of your higher self. And man, I just thank God for my mentor that I've been taught a lot. Um, but I just want to pray real quick and heavenly father, I just thank you, God, that you are who you say you are. You are a way maker, a miracle worker, a sovereign God, a just God, a faithful God, a loving God, a strong tower. You are the Prince of peace, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, God, you are, um, just everything, Father, and I thank you that even in my mess, Lord, you don't get stressed. Um, cause I know I, I know there's mess, God, but I, and I know that I have mess and a lot of self-driven mess. Um, but God, you always see me through. Even when I'm mad at you, you always see it through. Um, and so I just thank you for being a just God, a God who is sitting on the throne, knowing my every move, knowing our every move, knowing that we were going to go through this, knowing that we were going to come to this light, knowing that we were going to go through that darkness, God, but knowing that you were there the entire time and that you are always there every time is the best blessing in the world. And I keep asking for a blessing of some sort. I keep asking for something, God, and you give it to me every time. And that's just knowing that you're here and that you'll never leave me nor forsake me. And I thank you that you've allowed me to come so in tune with that, that whatever blessing, whatever, whatever tangible blessing that I'm asking for, doesn't even matter in this moment, God, because I know that you're here and I know that you're listening. Um, Lord, so I just pray that you hear the cry of anyone else that is going through it and that's thinking that they're alone, that's feeling that they're alone, that's feeling abandoned, that's feeling 
pushed away, that's feeling um, doubtful, fearful, um, just anything that's not of their higher being, Father God. I just want to rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Devil will rebuke you right now. You have no hold over our lives. You have no say so. You will not get the victory. Jesus has the victory. Jesus is victory in the mighty name, Lord. And I just thank you, God, that no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, I am saved. I am healed. I am going to get to see you one day and give you the greatest, biggest hug um, because you're just that type of God, um, Lord. And I'm asking that you do make a way for anyone that feels like the opposite of what I'm praying right now, because some people are still going to listen to this and still be depressed and still feel like, well, he did it for her. But I still have not gotten my blessing. I still have not received that peace. Um and Lord, I'm just praying that you wrap your arms around them, God, and that you continue to wrap your arms around me. Because as much as I I believe that I'm in peace now, I know that my peace will continuously be tugged at and try to be disrupted, Lord God. So every time that I'm not at peace, every time that we're not at peace, Father God, I'm praying that you wrap your arms around us and that we don't feel abandoned and that we, we feel your presence, God, and that we know that you're here. Um, and I thank you that it took as long as it's taken this time because it, it really allowed me to grow. Lord God, and I pray that in whatever, however long it's taking for anybody else, Father God, that they're able to see the reason of why they had to go through what they go through, God. I pray that in their breakthrough, Father God, that they understand and have knowledge and wisdom of exactly what it is that you wanted them to hear, that you wanted them to say, that you wanted them to do, that you wanted them to come to you for, how you wanted them to worship, how you wanted them to trust you, all of that, God, I'm praying that there is light in that tunnel, Father God, and I pray that you're pulling them out, Lord God, and everyone who is listening, Father God, I pray that we go into 2020 with hope, with faith, with a future, with a word, Lord God, and with you, with you in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you that this podcast exists. I thank you for putting this on my heart to share, Lord God, and I know that this is not the only time that I'm going to go through, but I thank you that I'm able to acknowledge that now so that when I do go through something else, I'm prepared. Lord, for I know that your word says, count it all joy, all the trials and tribulations. And I will continue to do that. I love you, Lord. And I thank you. We love you, Lord. We thank you, God. Um, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Before I go, I just I just hope and, and I'm praying. And I'm when I say I'm praying, I'm like really praying that you guys have the best Christmas that you've ever experienced. Honestly, the best rest of a year that you've ever experienced. I'm praying that God shows up and just blows your mind. And even if he doesn't in the way that you want him to, I pray that you're still able to see him and feel him before the year ends. Honestly, because sometimes he's not going to give it to you exactly how you want it. But he's always going to give you something. Always going to give you something. Some type of hope. Some type of hope. Some type of plans. Just listen for him. Seek him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first. Delight in him. And he will give you the desires of your heart. I mean, all of this is in the word. So I'm praying that this leads you to the word. I'm praying that this leads you to God. And I'm praying that you get the victory. That you get the victory. In the mighty name of Jesus, that you get the victory. But yeah, man, do not sit in that depression. Press on. 
if you got to write it on your hand, on your window, something, I pressed on, change those words, change those letters around so you can keep pressing and keep moving and be everything that God's called you to be and receive everything that God has called to you. Merry Christmas. This is truly the last episode of the year, so happy new year. Welcome to 2020. It's lit. And yeah, man, have a good rest of your day.